Welcome to that superhero thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick, and joining me, as always, is my co-host Anthony. Hello. You alright? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? Good. I'm good. It's weird though because we're we're recording this on a weekday, and yeah, I, I'm used to recording this on a on a Saturday morning, and I'm recording it after work on a Wednesday. On I keep saying Wednesday, <laughs> it's Thursday. <laughs> it's a Thursday, Nick. It's a Thursday. We're recording it on a Thursday, and we're going to put it out on a Friday, and we're yeah. going to put it out on a Friday because Marvel and Disney keep moving the times for all the Loki stuff. So I know we said last week that we were going to do the Loki countdown carrying on on a Sunday, and then the takeover was going to start on a Friday. But they have start. Disney have decided to do a Loki countdown on Disney on Disney Plus. So we thought we'd uh, we'd keep up with it and we'll start doing it on a Friday as well. And if so, um, Disney wants to contact us to pay us for the the helpful marketing technique, then uh, yeah, we're yeah. we're open and we can we can pass you our bank details. No problem. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> we start talking about bank details. Completely hadn't written this down. We sold a T-shirt on the merch store this <gasps> we week. Did. Didn't we did. Our first Somebody bit of merch. Bought Somebody bought a T-shirt. Amazing. That's fantastic. If you want to buy merch, if you, if anybody else does, please buy something so that we can so we can keep doing more podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the website is on uh, the merch stores on the website. Uh, on this week's show, though, we are going to be doing the Loki takeover. It's the start of it, and we're going to start it with the Loki countdown. So we will be breaking down the first Thor movie. Obviously, we'll recut. We'll review the whole movie but we're going to be mainly focused on loki because obviously it's a loki the loki countdown before we get into that though we'll be going through the news so we've got uh, flash news suicide squad news star wars news he-man he-man news we don't talk about he-man very often and then we've got a uh, load more marvel news we've got guardians black widow ghost rider news i like to think that they must have uh, listened to our podcast last week and that's why <laughs> we're talking about ghost rider and then we're going to be breaking down the trailer for venom venom 2 let there be carnage so we'll go through that as well there will be spoilers all the way through clearly for the thor movie there could potentially be spoilers for and like speculation when we go through the news as i always say we're never right but it's got to happen one week hasn't it yeah we will put timestamps in the description so if you want to skip through the news to the Venom trailer or skip right through to the Loki review, you can do. Uh, and then just to let you know, next week we will be continuing the Loki countdown. So we're going to do two movies next week. We're going to we're going to cram in two movies to the podcast. We're going to be going through the Avengers movie or Avengers Assemble, as it's called in the UK. Yeah. And then my favorite MCU film ever, <laughs> Thor The Dark World. We'll be breaking that one down as well. Uh, if you are enjoying the podcast, please do leave us a review, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you live to put, li- yeah, listen to podcasts even, would be massively helpful. It really helps us get really helps us get noticed, doesn't it, Anthony? Yeah, no, it really does. Thank- it does indeed. I'm saying thank, thank you, you before you even start. But yeah, thank, thank you to everyone that has so thank- far. It makes a huge yeah. difference, it really does. Oh, massive. It does, yeah. It really helps. Uh, let's get into the news then. So we'll start with DC news as we usually do. So uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has been in the news this week about Batman. He did an interview with Cin- Cinepop, and he said that he'd love to play uh, the Thomas Wa- the Thomas Wayne version of Batman in a Flashpoint movie, but he thinks he's only got two or three year a uh, two or three year window left before he's too old. That's a bit depressing, isn't it? Jeffrey D- Jeffrey Dean Morgan's gonna be too old to play oh Batman. Oh my god, I know. I-, I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan as well. He's brilliant, isn't yeah. he? As Negan and Walking Dead, everything he's in, to be fair, he's, he's he's really good. I would love to see him as you know, suit up as a Thomas Wayne version of Batman. But yeah. I just think with them going down the Michael Keaton route, yeah, that that's it. That's to replace it, isn't it? They're taking yeah. the same story as Flashpoint, I think. 
and they're going, they're going with Michael Keaton. Which, don't get me wrong, it's going to be really interesting to see Michael Keaton come back. But yeah. it's a shame because that means we're, we're... Although, I don't know, they're getting into multiverse now, aren't they, with DC? So I suppose never say never. And they've got so many different timelines running in different universes that you could end up with three different Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Thomas Wayne Batmans, to be fair. All different you could. ones with the, the way that they're running with it. You just never know. <laughs> you, ne- you never know. Some more Flash news is that they have been filming in Burley House, I think it's called, in Peterborough. And that is where they filmed the 1989 Batman, when the Burley House was the Wayne Manor. So they are back there filming. I know we'd had confirmation already from Michael Keaton's talent agency that he was going to be returning for it, but I still find it weird that no one... It, it's not been officially announced this yet, has it? No, I don't think so. It's why they keep. Why it's all keep still it rumor quiet? and speculation, even though we know it's happening. I know. I don't. I don't get it. But surely the fact that the film in there, that's confirmation that yeah. Michael Keaton's going to be going to be there. It's really tight security, so no one really knows what's going on. There's just like random. I don't even think it's paparazzi. I think it's just random people in Peterborough taking phone taking photos on the mobile phones. So they they've seen uh, scenes being filmed where there's like loads of smoke and fire going on. And then there were rumours, I thought, found this quite funny, that a figure had been seen walking around in a long black cape, but no one had managed to get a photo of him yet. And you know, it's not that stupid, is it? Because it's a Batman film, so you'd assume it's going to be Batman. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got a photo of him, and it's just one of the staff with a big black beard and a big black trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> so I think people were a little it's bit... It's just Jeff from Sound. Good. It's just Jeff from the Sound <laughs> Department walking around thinking, why is everybody taking photos of me? I shouldn't have worn this trench coat. It's just bad, bad movies all over the press, and now people think he's Batman. Maybe he is Batman, and he's completely blown his cover. Maybe. We've got, we've got a little bit of Suicide Squad news. So we know Suicide the, Su- the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, is releasing on the 6th of August I in cinemas and... I know, I'm buzzing for this. So cinemas and on HBO Max. In the UK, sorry for everybody who's listening in the US, we're actually getting it a week earlier. It's been confirmed. Yes. So we're actually going to get it on the 30th of July. So... What we're gonna to have to do is when we listen to it to review, we're gonna to have to not listen. We're gonna to have to sort of hold it in for a week, aren't we, so that we can well, wait for everybody to go and see it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, we could yeah. we could we could release it that little bit sooner, but obviously just put out spoilers and say don't don't listen to do it if you haven't seen it. A non-spoiler review and then a spoiler review. We'll think about it. We'll 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 figure it out. Let yeah, we'll figure we'll figure it. Let, out. let leave us to ponder. Leave us to leave us to decide. It's a Thursday. A I was going to say it's a Wednesday night. It's <laughs> yeah. a Thursday night. Thursday. It's a, it's a Thursday night, and we're, <laughs> we're, we're tired, clearly. Yeah. You can already tell by the, the 10 minutes into this podcast that we are. Star Wars news. So there's been a bit of Star Wars news. Uh, the Steel Wars YouTube channel has heard from a source that in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, it's going to be the first time we get to see the live-action versions of the Inquisitors, or Darth Vader's Inquisitors. Do you, do you know much about... The Inquisitors in Star no. Wars. Do you know what they are? Have no. you played the Star Wars game? That um, Fallen or- Jedi Fallen Order? I've started to, um, okay. but I had to rage quit, unfortunately. It's hard work, isn't it? I did that the first time yeah. and I had to go back. <laughs> so the the I did, just one of them. I just couldn't, couldn't get into it. And then, do you know what? It's a really good game. I know we're not a gaming podcast, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Inquisitors are basically former Jedis who've been turned to the dark side by by like the emperor and darth vader and now they go around hunting jedis oh, okay they reckon that um an actress called moses ingram who was in the queen's gambit on netflix she's going to be playing an inquisitor they've i find it quite 
only when I read it, I realised that we've never seen him in live action. Because, I mean, I've heard, you know, we've seen him in games and they're in, like, the, the cartoons or, you know, the animated TV series. So it's going to be quite good seeing him, seeing him in live action. Yeah. Uh, a bit more non-DC, non-Marvel news. I was dead excited today. This has just come out. There have been some pictures released by Entertainment Weekly for the Masters of the Universe Revelation TV series that's going to be coming to Netflix. So it's the He-Man TV series, basically. Was He-Man before your time, Anthony? Uh, yeah, it was 80s, wasn't it? Yeah. You're only so. five years younger than me. I'm not that old. I was, that old. I, was, I was born in 90, so... He-Man, He-Man was like my childhood, so I'm I'm absolutely buzzing for this. And So it's, it's going to be coming to Netflix. It's on the 23rd of July, the first part, so it's been split into two parts. Kevin Smith is, is writing it and putting it together, which is great. But the big thing is it's, it's supposed to be a continuation from the original 80s cartoon rather than it being like a complete reboot. And they've kept, obviously it's a more modern look, but they've kept all the looks from the original 80s cartoon. So they've not like, you know, completely modernized costumes and stuff. It just looks like the same the same costumes. It's got a really good cast as well. It's got a guy called Chris Wood who was in Supergirl apparently. I've not really watched Supergirl, but he's going to be playing He-Man and Prince Adam. It's got Mark Hamill as Skeletor. It's got no Sarah way. Michelle Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Teela, who is I is like love Sarah Michelle Gellar. Buffy. Sarah Michelle Gellar is brilliant. And then Lena Headey as Evelyn, who is like Oh no way. Skeletal. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a really good cast. So I mean I was excited anyway, because I'm like a proper eighties kid and loved He Man when I was little. But the, looking at the pictures and looking at the cast, it's gonna be really interesting. And again, twenty third of July, so something else for us to talk about on the podcast. So something else for us to go through. Marvel news then. So we've got tons of Marvel news this week. We talked last week about Drax potentially being a goner in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because of comments that I know it's hard to talk about, but because of comments that Dave Batista had made about him being it being the end for Drax, he's clearly had a bit of a telling off, bit of a bollocking from Marvel, and he's gone into backtrack mode. So he's said on Twitter that Drax isn't going anywhere. He just won't be played by this dude. By the time Guardians 3 comes out, I'll be 54 year, 54 years old, for God's sake. I'm expecting everything to start sagging any second now. That is definite <laughs> backpedaling, that, isn't it? 54, though. I didn't realise he was that old. I didn't realise he was that old. That, that to me, just says, oops, shit. <laughs> I yeah. shouldn't have said that. Uh, and then James, James Gunn came out and replied to it as well, and he said, there's no Drax for me without you, buddy. So I think he's trying to... There's no way they're going to just, like, recast Drax, is there? No. Come on. We're not we're not stupid. Either he doesn't either he just doesn't want to do it anymore and he's got ahead of himself or he knows that they're gonna kill Drax off, I I would imagine. But yeah. Hopefully it's the I'd be happier if he if he you know, if they don't if he doesn't want to play him anymore, fair play. You know, write, write him out of the story, but leave him there to potentially come back in the future rather than rather yeah. than killing him off, I think. Uh Modoc as well, we've got some Modoc news. So the Modoc I want to say cartoon, but it's not really a cartoon. It's animated, though. That's coming out on uh, Hulu on the 21st of May. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of bits of news on this. The showrunner, Jordan Bloom, has told comicbook.com that the series will not be set in the MCU, and it's set in its own universe. I thought that was kind of kind of obvious from the trailer. It's all, yeah. like, cartoony and different people playing, you know, different people voicing Iron Man and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's not... It's very... It's very comical. I mean, it's it's Modoc living at home in the suburbs with his with his wife and two kids while he while he runs the runs the world. So I'm not too surprised. One thing I did look quite like though from the interview, uh, Patton Oswalt, who does the voice of Modoc, 
uh, he said he'd be well up for playing live action Modoc in the MCU. He said it'd be a brilliant part because he just gets to sit down the whole time, uh, which is <laughs> which is which I appreciate right now. To be fair, after uh, doing this of an evening, um, what do you reckon? Would you be up for Patton Oswalt doing the voice of Modoc in live action? Do, do you think we need him? Do you think we can get away with Modoc in the MCU? How weird he is. I am. T- wow. Weird shit's happened, Danny. It has. It has. And honest. I think the fact that we're getting into, even like looking at the costumes in the MCU in Phase 4 so far and what we know is coming, it's a lot more comic book accurate. And they don't look stupid or anything like that, but they're, I think the, they're probably at the point now where we could potentially get away with being a bit more out there. Yeah. If you, if you know what I mean, for want of a better word or better words. But uh, yeah, I'd be well up for that. I think Patton Oswalt. I like Patton Oswalt. I think he'd be uh, he'd be good just just voicing him. And he's gonna have to be CG clearly. But yeah, that'd be good. We got some new posters for Black Widow because uh, we obviously we're getting closer and they need to. It feels like this thing's been marketed for years. Years. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the film now. Come she is on. literally gonna be just... a Black Widow because oh <laughs> everyone around will be it's dead. So it's just it's. <laughs> I like. I appreciate it, but I feel like they're having to like really like you know just put anything out that they can do so there were six posters released we had one of scarlett johansson as uh, natasha romanoff one as florence Pugh, uh sorry of florence Pugh as uh, elena belova rachel weiss's character melina david harbour's character uh, as alexi there was a taskmaster one which didn't have any actor's name on it because obviously we're supposed to we're supposed to not know who that is and then we had the last one is of ot fag benley's character uh mason and it's it's just it's just OT Fag Benley in a leather jacket. It's just a dude. <laughs> Which to be fair, I'm just thinking, I don't really recall seeing him much, if at all, in the trailers. And now he's got his own poster. Surely that hints at the fact that he's Taskmaster. Because otherwise why would he get his own poster? Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? You think, yeah. I mean, there's some people on Twitter saying that they think that, ta- that ta- Taskmaster might be female, which I'm I'm up for that, that's fine. But I just think, why would you? Why would you put just randomly start Mark to OT Fag Benley's character now of Mason, if if he's not got something like a much bigger role than he's been seen to have so far? I mean, yeah. we've had like twenty seven <laughs> trailers for this thing already, and he's you know he's probably got about three seconds of screen time in all of them. Yeah. So they've had plenty of opportunity to push him by now. Uh, but yeah, that'll be. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, but it just feels like it's been. Too long now, and I just yeah. wanted to just need to come out. So that's out as we know on the 9th of July. We will be doing we'll do a bonus episode because we're yeah. going to be well into the thicker Loki by then. So rather than trying to cram that all into into one episode, we will be doing a bonus episode of that. So uh, we'll we'll put dates out and stuff for that on those posters. Um, we did have a couple of people on Twitter getting in touch. Um, the fun, funny one I thought, Paul Sears on Twitter, said he, he, put, he put, Taskmaster's suit looks cool, nice shield, looks like another well-known shield. It, it, it does look, apart from the, the pattern on it, it does make me wonder though whether it's like, there's not, is it going to be vibranium? Or is it going to be like, is it going to like bend like um, John Walker's just like as soon as he gets <laughs> into a fight? Because that clearly <coughs> didn't do well. Don't know. We'll we'll see, eh? Uh, Miss uh, Ms. Marvel news. Variety's confirmed that they've now wrapped filming in Thailand, and the whole of episodes four and five were filmed there. So it's going to play a big part in the story. Oh. I'm quite impressed with this because it is supposed to be coming out this year, and with all the delays that we've had so far, 
I, I just don't know. I just saw it getting delayed and you know rolling off into two, into twenty twenty two. So pretty good news that it's actually now wrapped filming and hopefully we can we can get a date at some point because I think at the moment they've only said it's it's this year sometime, haven't they? Yeah, they haven't <coughs> they haven't confirmed at what point. So don't know when it's coming out. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. fingers crossed. Now that now that it's wrapped filming, hopefully we'll get a uh, we'll get a date quite soon. Uh, Ghost Rider, we've got Ghost Rider news, that's us, that. that's Disney listening to our podcast, know, as we've yeah. already said, listening to the podcast, seeing what the people want, everybody loved the Ghost Rider episode, because it, it, was, it was funny and we realised how good of a film it is, it's not. Everyone loves bad, our marketing ideas, and that's it. they're just, just running with it all. off. They just rip us off, aren't they? They just need to start paying us to do it. I'm all right. I just, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit of that Disney money, because you know, a, a billionth of a percent, and we'd uh, we'd be absolutely loaded. But there is Ghost Rider news. We'll get to a point. So the hashtag uh, that hashtag show has said that they have been told that he is going to appear in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is amazing. But a little bit gutted. It's going to be a new incarnation, uh, a new incarnation of Johnny Blaze. So, what do you mean you know, you're gutted? Cage. Don't even lie. I'm not being I kind funny. of am now, though. No. I kind of am. No. <laughs> I, 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 Honestly, I would love to see I Nick Cage. if I even get a whiff of Nick Cage <laughs> coming anywhere near the MCU ever again, I'll be getting the first flight over to America and I'll be going to have words with Phase Rhymes and Nick being Cage. like, sort your shit out. I think, I, I think it'd be brilliant no. just to have Nick Cage. It's it not just okay. depends. I think it depends on how they use him in the film. If they use him as like, if it's a bit of a cameo, Nick Cage all day. Can he? If co- it's like, if, if he comes in dead arrogant, being like, "I've come here to save the day," and then immediately gets killed by something else, I'll allow it. That's it. He's oh, not allowed more than seven words. I want Nick Cage back now. No. He sold it to me. Ghost no. Rider last week has just he did not sell it to me. Sold me on Nick Cage. I know. I just all he to, sold just me trying on. Trying to be argumentative. I was going to see monkeys. <laughs> We'd have to have monkey. Do you know what the whole the MCU would just be filled with monkey TV shows? Then wouldn't it? At the end imagine, of the day, can you imagine yeah. his reaction if he got a casting Planet of the Apes? <laughs> <laughs> he would do that for. I know he's desperate for money, and he just he'd do anything. But I reckon he'd do that one for free. I Probably. reckon he'd do it for free. Uh, we had last bit of Marvel news there before we get into the trailer. Emily Blunt was interviewed on the Howard Stern show this week. Yeah. Have you seen this? No. No, okay, so I thought this was really weird. I read this in a couple of places as news, and I was a bit like, I don't really think this is news because she's just she's basically just denying being in the Fantastic Four or being you know denying yeah. being in contact with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And I was just literally scrolling through Twitter earlier today, and I saw a, an actual video of the interview. Yeah. And it's Howard Stern, and he said he, he just comes out of nowhere and says something along the lines of, uh, "What what are your thoughts on all these rumors that you and John are going to be?" cast as Reed, Reed and Sue Richards and she shakes her head and all that sort of stuff and she said and she says it's purely he doesn't ask the question he doesn't say are you in it yeah. he just says what are your thoughts on all the rumours and she says no 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 it's just pure fan casting no one has received a phone call and I just and I thought that's a weird thing to say. No one has received the phone call. And then I thought back to last week when, as soon as anybody mentioned it to Andrew Garfield about being in No Way Home, the first, literally just the, the you know they didn't say specifically to him, "Are you in it?" They mentioned him potentially being in it. And again, he just sort of went down the route of saying, "No, no, it's not true. I didn't get a phone call." And I wonder, as Kevin Feige told them all just to say, "If anyone says anything, say you didn't get a phone call." Say you didn't get a phone call because it's just—I just thought it was a weird, it was a weird way to answer it. Wouldn't you just say we haven't been contacted? 
rather than going straight to we didn't get a phone call. Am I am I no. over analysing this? No, no, no. Because what I'm thinking is if he's if if they contact anybody and then they they might just have a line that they say you say that you haven't been contacted, you haven't had a phone call. I so think if they're saying told. that, then they're yeah. all saying the same thing. So it seems a bit. I don't know. I don't want to get people's hopes up, but at the same time, I really want Emily and John to be. That's it. That's 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 that superhero thing podcast first exclusive. Andrew Garfield is now confirmed to be in Spider Way New Spider Way. I always say this: Spider Man No Way Home and John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are confirmed. We figured it out. Watch we figured space. out with Kevin Feige's cryptic cryptic clues. <laughs> That's what it is. Anytime anybody in Hollywood says they didn't get a call, it means yes, they have had a call, and that's it. And Kevin Feige rang them. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, hopefully they'll be in it. I think they'd be brilliant, innit? They would. I think that. I, I think the danger now is there was pictures of John Cena else. as um, Thingy from Fantastic thing. Four as well. Yeah, yeah, the, the Thing, not Thingy. I, th- I, th- I think no, not Thingy. I think <laughs> I've seen so much, so many, fa- so much fan casting though, and it is, you know, it's always John because not always, but. I think a lot of it seem people are sold on the fact that it'll be John and Emily now. Yeah. And I feel like I'll be a little bit gutted if it's if it's not. I know we've talked about this before, but, I th- I think but the it's thing be is hard. though, it's, it's gonna have to be amazing just, casting if it's not them. I was gonna say it's not just fan casting, it actually suits incredibly well, in my opinion. It does. And in, I in agree, a lot yeah. of people's opinion, and that's the thing. Like there's a lot of time when you see it and you go, Oh yeah, that'd be quite cool if they did, but when you look at John and Emily, you go, actually like they could really pull that up. that could be amazing do you know what yeah. i mean yeah and i think they need to pay and i know she says it's fan casting but i think they need to pay attention to things like fan casting because clearly enough fans it's want it overwhelming to be. isn't it the amount yeah and people are just sold on it and as i said the, the big the big danger is they're gonna have to come come out with something like amazing for people not to go oh well i was i'd rather it was you know john krasinski and emily blunt but We'll we'll see. It's not, it, it can't be long now before we start getting some casting news on that. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Well, you've already had the casting news, haven't you? As I said, we've got an exclusive. That's it. We've we figured out Kevin Feige's yeah. cryptic code. Emily Blunt is going to be starring <laughs> in Fantastic Four. You heard it here first. Uh, Venom trailer. Venom let the be carnage trailer. Let's break this bad boy down because I had a lot of things written down about this one. Uh, specifically specifically the opening. But just to just to you know then so it's. Coming out in the US on the 24th of September. Again, though, we in the UK are getting it earlier. Apparently, we are getting it on the 15th of September. So we're getting it nine days before the US. Oh. So we are going to have to have a serious think about how and when we're going to do these reviews so that we're not ruining it for everybody outside of the UK. Well, again, we that, wouldn't ruin it for now, anybody. It? If they decide to press play, they ruin it for themselves. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's my input. I think that, Is that we, your should input? Just, we should just do it when it comes out for us. And if you ha- and if you are in the US and you haven't watched it yet, just don't listen to us until you've watched it. No, just listen to part of the podcast until you've watched it, because we don't want nobody to listen to the podcast, Anthony. Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. <laughs> don't tell them not to listen. No, I'm anyway, not let's, not to listen. I'm just saying not don't listen yet. Let let's let's get on to let let's move let's move on quick. Let's get on to the trailer. Uh we'll we'll break it down. I've I've got a few bits written down. What what do you what did you think of the trailer though, Anthony? What did you think of the trailer? Did it sell it okay. to you? Uh so at first as a bit like, huh? Um, what with the opening? Uh with the like with this good, the, everyone's with the just everyone just knows that he's attached to Venom and they're like, Oh hey Venom, like it's just cool. And I, was, I don't get any impression it's everyone, I think it's just Mrs. Chen. <laughs> Well, I found it unusual. And then 
um, the breakfast scene was weird and unnecessary. Yeah. But then when it was. got to the gritty stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to see what what's going to happen. So the non-comic bits sold it to you, and the yeah, comic the comic bits, bits made me go, didn't. oh. I, I, I just, see, I was I'm worried that it's going to be a little bit too slapsticky. I know it. Re- it just you know reminded I mean? me there were a couple of things. There were a couple of things in this which we'll get to, but it really reminded me of Ghost Rider. <laughs> the whole, the whole tone, <laughs> the whole tone of it, the whole tone of the film, of the film, the trailer, just the start. It did, but when I watched it for the first time, I was because that that breakfast scene, that opening breakfast scene, and like saying hello to Mrs. Chen and all that sort of stuff. It went on for quite a while because it was a long teaser trailer. It was like two and a half, three minutes. Yeah. And we were good like 45 seconds to a minute in. And I was like, this is not the tone that I thought it was going to be. And I was just sat there thinking, where's this Where's this even going, this film? And I think once we got onto the, the, the darker bits, the more gritty stuff like you've just said, it did, it won me around on the first viewing of the trailer a bit more. But I'll be honest, I've, after watching it a couple of times so that I could like, make notes for the podcast, even the funny bits have quite sold me now. <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to like the breakfast scene and stuff like that. I thought it was quite, I thought it was quite interesting. But I just, it is, it is definitely, definitely a very different tone. And the fact that it seems like from the whole trailer, it's like Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock hardly has a single word in the trailer. It's all, it's all Venom. Yeah. It's all Venom singing and singing at the songs, singing, singing at the start. Sorry, singing the song at the start. What is it? Let's call the whole thing off or something like that. And I then so, when yeah. he throws all the when he throws all the when he throws all the breakfast down, he goes yummy like that. It just instantly made me think of surprise from <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I want to see an interview with Venom and Ghost Rider, just them two talking to each other, just them two talking to each other with the deep voices or a podcast. Can we do a podcast of Venom? Should we do a whole podcast in the voice of Venom and, <laughs> Venom and Ghost Rider? <laughs> and then just have Christian Bale's Batman turn up. <laughs> At the very end, yeah, for no, talking for no reason. We had Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. Um, we, I think he's getting the death penalty in it, in looks the, film, like it, in the trailer. It? But then he, he, turns into, he turns into carnage. He looks so much better in this than he did at the end of Venom 1 with that stupid, stupid ginger wig he had on his head, doesn't he? Yeah. They've definitely got it. It did seem like at the end of that film, they just like were like, "Oh, great, we've got Woody. we've decided we found out today Woody Harrelson's going to be playing Cletus Cassidy. Let's get him in. Oh, he's bald, brilliant. Just find a wig. Just get him a ginger wig and just put something <laughs> on his head quick, because <laughs> Cletus Cassidy needs some red hair. And that's all they've done. Whereas at this state, at this point, they've, it, they've honestly, they've do you know what the wig made me think of when I first saw it? What angry kid? Do you remember? The- yeah. <laughs> No one's going to know what we're talking about. (laughs) Google, go on YouTube. (laughs) Listeners, if you don't know what Angry Kid is, go on YouTube and just search for Angry Kid. Yeah, and then come back and and say thank you for for us introducing you, for Anthony introducing you to Angry Kid. It's brilliant. But yeah, he did look like Angry Kid. Um, But yeah, he looks looks so much better. Um, We also see in the trailer Naomi Harris as Shriek, and she's she's like locked up. She's a... Spider-Man villain in the comics, and she's—I think she's Cletus Cassidy's uh, girlfriend. Um, we also see in the trailer, but again, he, I don't know who he's playing. Uh, Stephen Graham from well, loads of things. He was in Line of Duty here in the UK and the last series of Line of Duty. Yes, Did you see him. I thought it was him, and I was like, "Yeah, no Stephen Graham." Way. Yeah, and Snatch. 
And I think he, I think he was in the Irishman. He was in that, um, that This Is England as well. Film. He was in This Is England, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, so he's doing all right, isn't he? he? Got into the. I say he's good, doing all right. It's it's Venom too, but he's in he's in Venom too, which is good. Did you notice the? It's been all over the all over the internet. The newspaper that he, he in it. He's reading the Daily Bugle. The murderer and, thing. No. No, I don't know. What was the murderer thing? Go on, what no. was the murderer? On the front cover? No, I think I've got two things mixed up. Continue, ignore me. Okay. <laughs> Continue and ignore you. Okay, that's fine. So um, he's re- it looks like when he's flicking through the pages and he's like crumpling up the newspaper, it looks like there's an article in there about the Avengers. Now yes, you can only make out, I did see that as well. You can only make out Avengers, yeah. Avenger, something like that. But people are, people are all over it. So people were saying, oh, it must be set in the MCU. But then, if you look at the Daily Bugle logo, it's the it's a paper for a start because in the MCU, the Daily Bugle is not a newspaper; it's a YouTube, it's a YouTube news website, isn't it? But it's the Raimi version Daily Bugle logo, or very yeah, very but... similar to it. So, what is it? What is it in? What what universe is it set in? Yeah, I mean, and Andy Serkis did an interview, and because he's directing it, and he said that it's all. It's all very much set in its own universe, this one. So it's not Raimi, it's not MCU, but I think he said something on lines of let's see where it goes. And I got a little bit worried because I was thinking it's, it's got like very DC vibes here. As to be like, oh, well, there's this universe and there's that universe and it's too many, yeah. too many universes. I don't know what, they just, I don't know. Because it's like with the Morpheus trailer. That well, a, that's, what, that that's where Michael, Michael thing Keaton came was from. in it. Oh, the Spider-Man poster. Yeah, well, it's graffiti, isn't it? Yeah, Spider-Man's yeah. So there's a poster on the wall, and then someone's written "murder" over it in more graffiti. But the poster was the Raimi suit. The poster yeah. had the Raimi Spider-Man suit. But then Michael Keaton apparently is in the trailer. Now I've watched the Morpheus trailer. Yeah, I'm Michael Keaton sure is I in have. the trailer. I cannot remember seeing Michael Keaton in the trailer. No, hundred percent he is in because I so I watched a load of um, adverts for like all the ones that are coming up in the next couple of yeah. months, and um, I, he is in it. And he looks exactly like he did in um, Far From Home. No. Homecoming. No. Homecoming. Homecoming, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, oh. What are, what are they doing? I have yeah. got proper DC vibes on this. But so they need then, to just sort it out. But if you think about the um, the Sony-Disney um, agreement that happened more recently, it's then kind of making me think, well... Maybe they're playing nice is now. That, is that the start of it? Is that... Is this where this is going? Because they've made the. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I just yeah. don't know. I think the fact that we've now got the multiverse coming into the MCU as well, like certain, it's certain now we've got the multiverse coming in. Yeah. They can do re- they can do anything, can't they? Yeah. Do, do you get what I mean? I mean, they could have they could have them all interacting. They could say, well, we don't like that Venom. We're going to have our own MCU Venom, which would be brilliant if we could, because I'd love to see what Kevin Feige and that did with would do with Venom um, yeah. rather than Sony again. I mean, I quite liked the last Venom film, but it was, again, it was in the same sort of realm as Ghost Rider. It was a bit, yeah, bit, what, cheesy? And just not, I don't know. I didn't, I know it did really, really well at the box office, but it was just, it was just okay, to be fair. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a great film, if you, if you know what I mean. Uh, so Carnage, we get the first, we get to see Carnage for the first time. He looks, pretty much what I thought he was going to look like to be fair I don't know what I expected I thought he'd be more I can't think of how to explain this more stringy do you get does that yeah yeah no, I get you do you know what I mean yeah he's just like he's just like a big bulky venom and I thought he'd go down like a really like skinny 
well, I stringy, <laughs> stringy look for Carnage, if you know what I mean. I heard like because because I tried to like I watched it again just to see if I could see, and it it gets so fast paced, like things moving around on the screen and stuff. I couldn't make it out, but I heard something about there's like a third like toxic or toxin or something it's called yeah yeah do you know what i did think i, I think i seen i've saw i've seen some it's people been, it's saying, been mentioned that the to, like to, i think toxin, it's toxic yeah toxin i i say I, well. I didn't know who this steve who stephen green was supposed to be playing but i have seen a couple of things that say he he's got something to do with toxin okay. um but yeah i've not I've not I've not read the Venom comics, but I but, think that'd yeah, be quite exciting if we've now. been built up for this film where it's like, oh, Carnage is coming into it, so it's going to be a Carnage oh. v Venom, and then actually there's a whole other other um kind of uh, what's it called symbiote altogether well, that's come into it and Carnage it, gets killed in like the first ten minutes or something. He's like the first I mean, imagine or something. Yeah, wouldn't it it'd be a fantastic happen, twist, wouldn't it? So yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's my theory. There we go. I like it. There's our theory. Sorry if we've just ruined it for you. When you come back in six months and listen to this, and he's like, "God, they ruined it for me." They're on <laughs> fire tonight. They're on fire. Um, then at the very end of the trailer, I thought it was quite. We went back to the comic, the the comic route, which I thought was really good. I, th- I thought it was really funny when they they go to see Mrs. Chen, and the chocolate delivery hasn't come, and the, and what's his face, um, what's his face, Venom says, "I am happy to eat Mrs. Chen." I thought that was really good. I was laughing at that. Bit. <laughs> it's quite quite good. But again, it's a very uh, Venom's supposed to be like not scary, but he is a bit scary. Do you get? I say like I grew up with Venom being um, on the Spider-Man cartoon, and he was all he, was, he wasn't a scary character, but he was very sinister, and there was nothing there was nothing funny or likable about him. Even when he became like a bit of an antihero in the comic in the cartoon, he was still like personality-wise, he was still just like a scary dude. And yeah. this. This isn't my, this isn't my venom. Do you know what I mean? That sounds really yeah. dramatic, but they've it does feel <laughs> not like my Captain it America. It's not my Captain America. <laughs> they've just made him a bit. I mean, I appreciate all the comic aspects of the film, but that's why I'd like them. I'd like to see an MCU yeah. version. You know, a little bit, a little bit truer to the comics. Not like that Tofa Tofa Grace version because that, yeah, that yeah. was rubbish as well. Um, we had a couple of uh, listeners contact us on Twitter about the Venom trailer. So we had Jessica Barry on Twitter. She said that the nothing with the little hand gesture at the end killed me. She thought that was good. She said she likes the stupid comedy of older Marvel movies, but doesn't want a whole movie of it. So she hopes that Circus will deliver a darker movie than Fleischer did in the first one, but it doesn't look very promising based on the trailer. Fair. I get that, and I get yeah, yeah I get I get the concerns as well. Uh, and then uh, the uh, the bitch watch podcast boss name we should have picked bitch watch podcast for our podcast <laughs> on twitter um they think the poster because a new poster came out as well and the trailer looks sick uh she said uh, said that she might actually drag it might actually drag her out of the house and back to the theaters uh her, hus- her husband and her thoroughly enjoyed the first one and this looks just as good very very different opinions yeah, both yeah. completely valid opinions but i think it just depends on on what it depends on what you like, doesn't it? And what, yeah. what what you want from the movie. But I think this is really going to divide fans. I think some people are absolutely going to hate it and just think, like me, what have they done? What have they done to Venom? And then you're going to going to get other people who just think it's it's absolutely brilliant. And I think it'll probably be you thinking it's brilliant and me thinking it's crap. 
and, and that'll be that'll be the review spoilers for a review on the 16th of september but that's that's pr- pretty much where it's going to be going yeah so that is that is pretty much it for news this week so should we get into should we start we haven't started the loki countdown yet should we start the loki countdown anthony yeah officially 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 starting the loki takeover and the loki countdown so as we said we are going to go through for the next four weeks we are going to fly through all loki's major mcu appearances i say major i think all his mcu appearances and i'm going to do so we're going to do thor this week next week will be avengers and thor the dark world and and so on and we'll get there right up to the launch of the new loki series and then we'll go through the series every week. Send us your theories. Send us your thoughts on the series when it starts as well. We've got a couple of theories already this week for what's coming in the Loki series, but we'll we'll go through them. We'll go through them every week. Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about Thor. Should we just do, we'll, let's do a full? We'll do a breakdown of it. We'll be a little bit quicker with the breakdown because we've everyone's seen it. Everyone's yeah. seen it. We so we're basically just going to pick it. We're just going to pick it apart, basically, aren't we? Yeah. I, think, I think that's pretty much where we're going to go. So it starts with uh, Jane. I thought it started with Thor, but it doesn't. It starts with Jane, Eric, and Yeah, right. Darcy. I thought I'd missed a bit when I started it, and I was like, hang on, is this actually how it starts? And then I thought it started with young Thor. You'd messaged but... me about, because you were about 40 minutes ahead of me, weren't you, watching it? Um, yeah. And you were like, honestly, you're going to feel sick from the amount of camera angles. <laughs> And that was I the very first thing I wrote, I wrote down. <laughs> in the in the lead up to them hitting the 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 tornado, which we obviously find out is Thor being shafted to Earth. Yeah. Um, after after I read that message, I literally looked up, and within two minutes, I counted nineteen scene change, uh, camera changes, camera angle changes. It was just, and I was like, Jesus, yeah, no, this is constant. I felt like <laughs> seasick after watching it, like, like, and just that bit, just the start bit. What I mean, Kenneth Branagh directed this. Kenneth Branagh is, you know, he's a he's a good actor and he's a good director. Yeah. But and but I mean, I've got a lot to say about the film. But what was with all the angles? It was yeah, just it was a lot. like literally. It's like when the water, like there's a scene where they're walking through the corridor of a of a hospital, and it's like it might it might as well be on its side. Literally, the whole screen might as well be completely on its side. And then you go to the next scene, and they're on the completely opposite side. And it's just I don't I don't get it. I don't. It's like see. To be fair, this is how I felt with Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, but at least Doctor Strange it formed part of the story. I just don't know where they were going. I just I don't no. know what what they were thinking. But yeah, so we start with we start with those three in the New Mexico desert. Uh, there's a storm which turns out to be the Bifrost, and then they drive they go to drive through it and they they crash into Thor. And that's and that, again I thought that was well into the film, but apparently it's here. We then go to Tonsberg in Norway in i think it's 965 ad so tonsberg is where new asgard is in endgame oh uh, no way yeah so that's that that's that i didn't even know that we'd ever been there before in the mcu when i was watching endgame it was only when i watched this and i was like oh it was the same it was the same place uh and we get odin narrating i kind of missed sam elliott's narrating i kind of wish we'd had, <laughs> I, I like anthony hopkins but i would have quite liked i would like sam um sam elliott and his mustache uh, so he's basically telling the story that the the frost giants went to Earth. They tried to freeze, like basically, I don't know why they did want to freeze Earth, but he wanted to freeze the Earth. And Odin showed up and stopped them. Um, and then we go to we see Asgard for the first time. And it's only again when I've gone back to this. This is the first time we've not been on Earth in the MCU. You know, obviously yeah. not now, but when when this came out, this is the first time we left the Earth. 
what what were you thought what are your thoughts on on this because Asgard changes seems to change quite a bit between Thor one Thor two and Thor three. What, what did you think? What did you think of the way that they did they did Asgard? I am. Um, there's a lot of gold. It was a lot of gold. It looks plastic a... though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't um... look like gold. It looked like plastic. Uh, do you know what? It's really funny because while I was watching the film, I, I did think to myself, God, they're pushing as much of the Earth scenes on this as possible and keeping as little on Asgard as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's just because it was it was a quite a big leap, knowing that it was gonna, it was the first one to, to leave Earth. Um, yeah. And then all I could think of when I zoomed out of, and I'm going to call it it because it's all I can think of, Rainbow Road. Um, yeah. When you zoom out of the, uh, the, the bridge, actual bridge, bridge all yeah. I can think of is Mario Kart and Rainbow Road. Yeah, I literally yeah. zoomed out and I just went, here we go! Here we go! Now that's all I'm ever going to be able to think of when we see the Bifrost. <laughs> well done, Anthony. And all the listeners. And all the listeners, you just ruined it for everybody. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I just thought it was, they, they were clearly going for like, I couldn't think of what, what uh, the way to describe it. Like, fantastical. It, it was like... Yeah. It was like, as ex, not extravagant, but Sounds let's make daft. this is... Best way to describe it. So, if you've ever seen the Disney version of Hercules, when they go yeah. up to Olympus, like, yeah. it's it's just very shiny and grand. Very... But, exactly, yeah, but yeah, yeah. also, at the same time, so generic in general. Yes, that's there's, it. Generic. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's yeah. very generic. It's there's nothing it's your, like it's your generic idea of like Valhalla or something of that that intent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, purity, yeah, the yeah. gold colors, the the skyscrapers, the uh, the spires. You know, all of that kind of stuff. It's it's the very generic way of looking at at something that you perceive to be kind of godly and and majestic. Yeah, yeah, but it was too. It was a bit too. It was a bit too much. They seem to have turned yeah. it down for the for the future ones, haven't they? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit. Well, they made it look more like me. a city, kind of by the second and third one. Obviously, yeah, kind of sticking. It was just to... all palaces. It was like yeah, everyone lived yeah. in a palace, yeah. or everyone lived in the palace. Uh, from this one, that was the impression you got. There was nothing outside of that, was it? Asgard was just Thor in the palace, and everybody who served Thor. Yeah, that was that was that was kind of it. Um, so we then, while Odin's telling the story, not Sam Elliott gutted, uh, we see <laughs> Thor as a kid. And Loki is a kid, and Thor as a kid is the most obnoxious little pain in the arse <laughs> I've ever I've ever met. With the stupid actions he's doing, like I'm going to hunt them down and kill them and all that sort of stuff. It was just like grow, grow up, and he does very quickly because we only see him for two seconds, and then we just get obnoxious Thor for an hour basically. Yeah, he's not he's not. And I've, I, do you know what? I wrote this down further on into the review, but like 45 minutes to an hour into this movie, Thor has got like no redeeming qualities whatsoever. He's no. just he's just he's got no personality. He's a bit of a dick. Yeah. And he just is madly in love with himself. And it, it's like this is the hero of the film and probably until like the last twenty minutes, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. And he it, all all the way through. So but we see him and it's it's his it's supposed to be his coronation and he's in his he's in his full Thor costume. He's in the he's in the helmet, which doesn't look great. They did a much better job in Ragnarok. He's got the cape and when I was looking at the cape, it's like he's got these like big puffy bits on his shoulders, that, like really. Do you know what I mean? Like stick yeah. the cape up. And I can't. I mean, I've obviously seen this film before, but I didn't realize until like further in the film. It's like that's not like something he's wearing for the coronation to be 
you know, to, to look all decorative and stuff that's like that. That's his everyday that's cape. That's his actual everyday, <laughs> that's his everyday walking around. That's watching, his dog walking the cape, telly. didn't you know? Exactly, that's his dog walking cape. That's his doing the dishes cape. That's what he just wears for everything. But it's like, it's just too, it, it, it was again, it's this yeah. like really fantastical, a little bit And do you know what, weirdly, throughout <clears throat> the same 45 minutes, I found myself feeling very sorry for Loki. Oh, I've got loads to say about Loki. Yeah, like I, have, I've, I, th- I, I think feel really sorry because for him. I've not when I've watched Thor even since now. Like I've watched it <clears> and just watched the film. Whereas this time going in, knowing that I was focusing on Loki's story, I was like, "Man, he's been dealt a bit of a shit card here." He has, hasn't he? And he's <clears> and he's <throat> watching as basically the whole world is moving around him, and he's stuck in this one place. And then yeah. the bomb drops of his identity, and he's yeah. like, "The fuck am I meant to do with this?" But it's all about Thor, and everything's about Thor, and yeah, who's a who's a bit of a dick. Yeah, through, and I'm, like, imagine seeing your brother, knowing how much of an idiot he is, and like the fact that he's all just ego, and then watching everything get promised to him anyway. Yeah, like, even though he's a, yeah, yeah, and so even though he's clearly not the right man for the job. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, like I just felt myself going, "Do you know what?" I'd have probably decided to go and take over a world and cause havoc. The thing havoc. is, though, until I mean, we're, we're skipping to the end here, but we'll go we'll go through a bit by bit. But until probably, I don't know exactly like how many minutes, but really, really late into the film, Loki hasn't actually doesn't actually really do anything massively wrong. And no, then they just turn doesn't. him. They just but they turn him in the film, and it doesn't make sense. He goes from. Not he goes from like a little bit tortured himself, and okay, maybe you shouldn't have done that to turn into a murderer. And it's like I don't get they they take a really big jump with that. But I think because when you go in and you're sort of told from the start, Thor's the hero and Luke, Loki's the villain, you just buy it. But it it is it's it's having fo- having gone into this now focusing on Loki, it does make you realise how shit a hand he's been dealt and how. The the I mean I th- I always think of Loki as being such a popular character and like the one off villain who wasn't sort of forgettable and got killed you know and never seen again yeah. because he had such good character development and he has I suppose over the years in a, as a whole but the character development when you just of look him at in this, this movie, one film no, yeah but it's, not I mean really. it's, it's he's a he's there's a, there's a lot of depth to him and you understand it yeah but at the same time I don't understand it because he goes from you know not the best not that it's a human being, not the best person in the world, but he goes from an all right dude to a killer just in for, for no apparent, for no reason. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to, it doesn't all make sense. I mean, yeah. you, you start off. So after the, at this coronation, sorry, I, d- I didn't say why does, why does Chris Hemsworth have a bleached die, a bleached, bleached beard and bleached eyebrows? I don't That's know. That's why he looks weird. That's why yeah. he looks weird in this film. Isn't it? Yeah. What was he? Why did he? Why? I don't know. It, it, it's it's odd. Is, it is very odd. It's the eyebrows at first, isn't it? When you yeah. see the eyebrows, you you look at him and you think there's something not right about Chris Hemsworth in this film. What is it? And then you twig onto the fact at that first I thought it was the hair <laughs> because the hair's styled differently in the first. He's got one. a bob. He's got a bob rather than long short hair. <laughs> he looks like Karen from Finance. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he looks like Rachel and Friends. He's got the same haircut as Rachel and Friends. <laughs> got the first five series. He's got the Rachel cut. But there, Brad Pitt watched it, the film and went, "Ooh, ooh." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we have the coronation, and while the coronation's going on, the Frost Giants have snuck into the Odin's treasure room or weapons vault. Yeah. And we see in there, you see the Infinity Gauntlet, 
which has got all the Infinity Stones in it, which we obviously know is is fake from Ragnarok. And there's a few there's a few bits, but one thing that I saw one thing I saw in there, which I assume was supposed to be, and it's obviously all been retconned. There's like this big thing, and it is in the shape of it's the shape of an eye, and it's got a big green stone in the middle. And I assume that was supposed to be the eye of Agamotto, but obviously they then realized where they're going with the with the MCU. But the fact that there's something like that in there, and then the Infinity Gauntlet in there, makes me think either Marvel planned really, really, really far ahead, and they knew they were going to end up with Hella going in there and saying it's all fake, or they at this stage weren't planning that far ahead, and they didn't they didn't think they were going to get to, or potentially going to get to. I think Infinity they didn't. Stones. I think they didn't know, and at this point, those things being in there were kind of a nod to the big so stories within the comic. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's all it was. But I think there's also that idea of they'll put them in and they'll go, if we need to use them in the future, we know they're there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. even even later on, for the fact that they've gone, well, actually, they were faked. Like, that is even cooler because yeah. it was something that did end up it? coming but wasn't that one. Do you know what I mean? Like it's and they reference they didn't just do the continuity of like the X, like the problem with the X Men films and go oh we'll just pretend that didn't happen. They <laughs> retconned it. They, yeah. they they went in and went well that's fake and they made a joke out of the fact that we've oh we shouldn't have probably put that into into the first Thor film. Yeah, if, yeah. We were, if we were planning ahead rather than just going oh it wasn't in there. Oh, what 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 throne room? There wasn't a throne room. There was no there was no vaults. <laughs> no such thing as Asgard. Those, those treasure vaults. <laughs> what we never never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, so so the these frost giants break in. They see all this all this stuff, and then the destroyer. It's the first time we see the destroyer, and it, it does its job, and it kills. It just kills the frost giants. Um, and then Thor and Loki and o- Odin. Loki still hasn't said a word apart from kid Loki. Tom Hiddleston's not had a line yet at this stage, which I thought was quite. I was quite surprised by. Um, no, but again, thought, I think that I think that's an like an intended thing. Like I, I think that they've done that on purpose to show that yeah. he is constantly overshadowed by Thor. Yeah, he doesn't get the opportunity to speak. Time, but yeah, no, I agree. But this, but oh, this God. is the thing, and like, because you said you feel like he's just gone from that to to killing. I don't think he has. I think oh, no, what... I still do. No, I still think, I, he's, think... I still think he's gone from. I being... think we've sat and watched him constantly be overshadowed, constantly be second guessed all the way through that, and then the bomb drops that he is not who he thinks he is. He's got yeah. no real connection with any of the people that's around him. So he's gone. Well, why do I care about any of them? Why? Why do I give a shit? Basically, and I think that that's what changed it. I think it's the fact that he's not even as guardian. Yeah, yeah, I thought that, and then at one point I thought that in the film, and we'll get the, we'll get there when we get there, I suppose. But then stuff happens towards the end that makes me go, well, no, I don't think that's his way of thinking. But it do, which is why it doesn't make sense to me. But well, should we get? Okay, yeah, we get, yeah. We'll get there sorry. when we get. We'll get there when we get. No, it's all right. I'm just we'll so get, excited. But, <laughs> I know I, I, it's it's a different film when you watch it for Loki, isn't it? Yeah, completely. You know I'm quite I'm quite ho- I'm hoping that Thor: The Dark World is a better film when I watch it because it was shit yeah so i'm hoping now that it becomes loki the dark world how we're gonna watch it it'll be a different it'll be a very different film so in uh, they so thor and loki and odin go to the treasure vault or weapons vault whatever you want to call it and thor's kicking off saying he wants to go to jotunheim and he wants to destroy all the frost giants blah 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 and loki's just kind of like watching like 
oh, shut up. <laughs> sort of thing, isn't he? Just like watching this whole thing unfold. He's like, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. And then, and then Odin does that thing, which again, I, I, I remember this. He's like, but you're not king yet or something like that. And it's like, he just shuts, shuts Thor down completely. But quite rightly, because Thor at this stage wants to, because of, as far as he's concerned, a couple of a couple of frost giants who, as Odin says, are just a, could just be a couple of idiots. He now wants to go and completely take over an entire realm and potentially kill them all. So he's just as bad. He's kind of just as bad as Loki is in Avengers because Loki wants to go to Earth, which is just another realm, and, and take over and kill them all. But it's kind of what Thor wants to do at this stage, and he's just seen it, sees the opportunity to to go because a couple of frost giants have broke into the into the uh, into the treasure room um and then we meet so we then see thor having a little tantrum and throwing tables over and all that sort of stuff and loki see i when i first saw this i thought loki's stirring stirring shit here do you know what i mean by saying like oh i agree with you and all that sort of stuff yeah. but further into the film i'm not actually sure sure he was i actually think he was probably siding with thor and saying i completely agree with you we should go into we should go in and we should stop him but we but we can't. I don't think he was doing that so that. I don't get the impression he was doing that so that he could like convince or manipulate Thor to go to Jotunheim so he could get him banished. I didn't get that. Did you? Do you think that that was his plan all along to get Thor banished? Um, no, I I don't. But I think that Loki is, um, an opportunist. Uh, and I think that whatever hand gets dealt, he works to how it can help him if that makes sense yeah i agree but i don't think that was i don't get the impression that it was his plan from the start I d- though, no i don't i don't think it was his plan from the start i think he just went with it when it did happen yeah to a, de- to a degree yeah so so at this point we meet the the warrior the warriors three i think they're called lady sif and the warriors three i think that's what they call a little group so it's fandral hogan volstag who's ridiculous and <laughs> and lady and lady sif and this was the this this just sort of like cemented the fact like it's a it's a serious we were talking about this weren't we it's not a funny film at all there's no like not uh, there's no good humor in the film as in like they tried to crack a couple of jokes but it doesn't none of them really land in my opinion um so you said this to me before i am kind of i I got to the point no well before i got to the point of thor being on earth and actually I found it quite. Did you find it funny? Yeah, because oh, I found I it funny that he's <clears throat> the the lack of grasping that no one knows who he is, and no one gives a shit, and he's acting like he's the big gun, and people are just like, no, you're not, and he's not because he's now human. So yeah. even when he when he's getting um, dosed in the hospital, you know, sedated, yeah, and all of that kind oh, of yeah. stuff, and he yeah. his face falls against the window, like that to me was funny because he's sat there going. Well, no, because nothing's really ever had that effect on him before. So he wasn't expecting it in any way. So, it, But I, I still laughed at that. I don't think it's as um, kind of free-flowing as it is in Ragnarok and stuff like that. When they, yeah, maybe that's they, what they, I'm they got their traction by that point and they, they knew what was working and what wasn't. Um, yeah. You know, Thor was still one of the more early day films and I think they were still trying to figure out how to get him to come across. Um, but I did still enjoy that kind of the funny moments that were in there, if that makes sense. Yeah, 
I didn't. Okay. <laughs> just me. Just me. I didn't find it funny. No, but it's, it's just one of them, isn't it? It's each to their own. I'd, yeah. But I think maybe maybe you are right. I think because it coming off like it's like when you think of funny MCU films, it's like Ant Man and Guardians and Thor Ragnarok, and I just think this was it was nowhere near that level. It was a couple of like tongue in cheek moments type of thing. Yeah. But it was at the same time it was re- like the whole tone of the film where whenever they were on asgard was really it was trying to be serious but you couldn't take it serious because of how i don't know what what's used like it's like it's had like a campy tone to it do you know what i mean like all yeah. like the dressy costumes and stuff and one of the it's like one of the big things i mean we've talked about like the sets and the fact that it all looked really generic even like the even the the accents and the act the way they all acted on asgard but the thing that made it look really fit and i think it looked fake asgard looked fake yeah. Do do you agree? And one of the big things was if you look at these like Warriors Three and Thor and Lady Sif, they're all supposed to be like these really fierce warriors who love to fight and love to get into battles and that's what they do and that's what they enjoy doing. But all their like gear and their weapons are all like pristine, plasticky looking things and all the gear that they're wearing and stuff and it's like Yeah. It's it's not even like when they have that battle on, on Jotunheim when they go to next, it's like they come out of it and they're all like, there's like no blood. There's no, <laughs> there's no blood on any of them. Even that Fandral who gets a big ice thing stuck through him. There's no blood on any of them. All the gear is like completely well, clean and it's, pristine. It's the and same it's like, with that first fight with the, the Frost Giants anyway. You know, like when they're, um, when they're fighting them and then they release that beast thing. Yeah. It just, the whole fight just seemed a little pathetic. Yeah, I know what you mean. I would, like looking back at it now, whereas the first time, kind of these fights, we didn't see them all the time, so we were just kind of going, "Oh God, they're being a bit overwhelmed." Yeah, and now I go, "Actually, I've seen what they've been able to do since." So, what's yeah? What's... But they weren't. I suppose they weren't as powerful. Yeah, Thor wasn't anywhere near as powerful then, was he? No. But... It shows. I think it shows how far the MCU's come when you look at when you look at this. I mean, but it's weird because I, I, before this there was Iron Man and Iron Man Two and the Incredible Hulk as well, but I think they were all massively uh, a completely higher level than this film. This was this really. I think this could have potentially done some damage to the MCU. To be honest, I, I still I still enjoyed it at the time, but looking back on it now, I think if they hadn't if they hadn't done if they hadn't already had like the Avengers set up, I think this could have potentially done done a bit of damage to it because it was just a bit not shit. Not shit's not the right word, but it just wasn't at the same level as Iron Man. And I know people don't like Iron Man too, but I just don't feel like it was it was anywhere near as as good as those as those two. And even what you've just said, like the the fight the whole fight scene on, on Jotunheim, it just wasn't it just wasn't great. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was like it was average average at best it's weird because i think if we'd have had this conversation when the film first came out it'd be a very different conversation i I also think what we've got to take into account is that they they have learned you know as as time's gone on and even looking back to then this the cgi levels between then and now are that you just don't realize the incredible difference that it has you know i was watching certain bits and i was going well you can see they've just been photoshopped into that you know, yeah. into that Not like Ghost Rider like level bag. Where bag no, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's still good, but because 
because we've been spoiled with such good CGI now, you look back yeah. and you can easily spot things that you would never have noticed at the time. So, you know, yeah, again, yeah. It, it kind of pulls from it that little bit, but it, it that's just the time. Like, yeah, can't be helped. Yeah, I suppose we're probably we're be, like you said, we're a bit spoiled now, aren't we, with the level, yeah. the quality of the Marvel films and and where where they've gone, like both you know, like story and the the way they look. Yeah. Uh, on talking about like how Loki is a bit like screwed up, something that I picked up massively, obviously because they get there, don't they? They get to Jotunheim and Laufey, Laufey like winds up Thor, so I think he calls him like Prince. Oh no, one of the Frost Giants says "Go home, Princess" or something like that. And when he's oh, and when Thor's arguing, Loki steps in and says like, you know, we need to go. Yeah, we need to leave now. And it's when Lo- when Thor says to Loki, "Know your place, brother." And that just made me think. No wonder Loki's screwed up because he's like he's clearly been taught that Thor is in charge. Even though you're brothers and you're pretty much the same age. Yeah. Thor's Thor's like the more senior or superior yeah. of the two brothers and it's straight it's like i think a couple of things has happened up to this point but it's just one of them things it's like no wonder he's he's i mean to be fair surprised he's not completely gone off the rails previously if this is how he gets if this is how he gets talked to and how he gets treated as like second class yeah to thor uh and then another bit in that in that part is when loki gets touched by the frost giant and his arm goes blue that and that's obviously yeah. when we first realized that there's there's something there's something going on. I mean, we come back to that later, don't we? But that never really gets revisited again in the entire MCU. No. That Loki is a frost giant. Yeah. Surely there's surely there must have been a point at some at some time in the MCU when Loki really could have used the, well, the ability to create. He ice. might in the series. He might do. He might do. Maybe that's why Disney's robbed our idea and made us all watch Thor and Thor two again because they're going to go back to. Yeah. They're going to go back to him being a... They've sat there and gone, oh, shit, we forgot about this. That's put it back <laughs> Yeah, they've only, they've only watched Thor for the first time in like 20 years or whatever, and it's like, oh, God, I forgot it was a Frost Giant. Maybe we should do something with that. <laughs> uh, and so so they all they all end up getting beaten to a degree, don't they, apart from apart from Thor. Fandral gets stabbed. Thor doesn't care at all that Fandral's get, been stabbed. He's just like, you go. I want to stay here and carry on fighting, which just shows how crap of a leader yeah. or a king even that he is yeah and then odin odin shows up and and rescues them all um and then that's when thor gets banished yeah so he he, he basically because thor's a bit of a twat thrown backwards over the rainbow road he does exactly but loki i thought when i was watching this because I, I thought up until now from memory that this was all like loki's plan to get he thor looks genuinely shocked out to take over he looks he doesn't look happy does no. he it looks like he's probably think the way I read it was, he's looking at this thinking, all I, all I tried to do was mess up his coronation and shit. Now I've ended up getting Thor banished to Earth. What? It's gone. It's gone too far, <laughs> sort of thing. And he looks. He looks genuinely devastated. And then yeah. that's when we get um, Odin whispering to Mjolnir. Right. I'm so sorry. It looked seductive. Did didn't it? <laughs> it did like, a little bit. I'm not. Yeah, because I, I I was like I remember him whispering and I was like, is he gonna kiss the hammer? <laughs> is he gonna do a Miley Cyrus on us and start licking this friggin' hammer? You. I'm gonna miss you, hammer. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you. Shh, it's okay, it's okay. Shh. But yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit. It was weird. But what yeah. I was thinking was, 
when he says it, I can't remember exactly what it said. What he said, he says something. I wrote it down further on, and we'll get there. But it's something. Called, he, he says something along the lines of whoever, whomsoever holds this hammer, shall he be worthy? Shall possess the power of Thor? Is that does that mean when Steve picks up the hammer at the end of Endgame, he's got the power of Thor? Or was it only once? Um, no, I think it was just once. Just once. Basically, that yeah. was just Odin. Odin set, think... setting something up so that if Thor became good again, he could have his powers back. Basically, yeah. I think then he was. I think he knew Steve that by doing the, this. How does he use all the lightning though against Thanos? Who? Steve. Because that's the power of the hammer, not the power of Thor. Okay. Or so. So I've. Bec- well, I think. Maybe. I think it's a bit of both. What he's got a bit. He's got a bit of power of Thor and a bit of power of the hammer. No, no sorry. I mean, I think that the lightning is a bit of a Thor power, but also a bit of the hammer power. Maybe. So I think that that's what he. Uh, I could talk Steve about this on. for like I could talk about this for an hour, but I know, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it because I was about to argue with it with something you said. Then I thought, no, let's not. Let's not do it. We'll get there. We'll get there when we do end game. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there when we do end game. Eh? So he's so he gets banished to Earth, and then that's when we get back to the start of the start of the film from Jane, Jane and Selvig and, and Darcy, and. Something I thought was weird was Thor because he wait, he gets up after he gets hit by the car, doesn't he? And he starts right, wandering yeah, if around. He's lost going, all his hammer, powers. Hammer. Well, I didn't. I thought that that I mean that van would have killed him. Yeah, because he was only he was he was people. He was people <laughs> then, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at? He was. He was people. But why does he start running, ro- walking around, going hammer, hammer? Have you ever heard him in the entire MCU call it hammer? No. He calls it Mjolnir. He's always calling it Mjolnir, and he he calls it Hammer. And again, it just it just felt a bit odd. I, well, again, maybe this is his arrogance being. It's, it's not a me- name. It's just me Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I'm start he's... singing if I had a hammer, then but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think when he gets it back, then that's him realizing that it it you know again it's more than just a hammer. It's a people. It's a people. <laughs> it's a people. The hammer's a people too. Uh, so we we see more of Darcy then as well. Darcy tases Thor. I love Darcy. She was good. She was a bit. Of, she's when I used to watch this. She seemed like a bit of a pain in the ass. But maybe it's from her being in one division that she just seems funny. She just seems funny now. Yeah. Uh, and then then we get that hospital scene that that you talked about before about him like trying to fight and saying, "Don't you yeah. know who I am? I am the mighty Thor." There were loads of angles in the hospital. It made me feel there really were loads of angles. There was like upside down, all that sort of shit. It was all over the place. Um, and then we cut to we cut to the desert and where Mjolnir or Hammer has has landed, and that dude finds it and starts trying to starts Yank trying it. to pull it out. Yeah, yeah. And then I think uh, there's a there's a couple of little bits of like thought of jane realizing that thor came out of the storm and then we go back to uh we go and oh and thor escapes and he gets hit by the car again uh but then we go back to the the hammer site i know because he's been hit by a car twice and survived even though he's he's people i'm gonna say that all the way through now he's people <laughs> when he's not people anymore i'm gonna say he's not people anymore uh so we then go back to the hammer site and that's when we get all these people trying to trying to lift the hammer and we get a stan lee cameo and it feels like it's been ages since we've had a stan lee because we've not had any MCU for ages. It just yeah. feels weird to have it. Oh, we have, but I would imagine if Stan hadn't died, we'd have had some sort of MC- of Stanley cameo in like One Division and Falcon Winter Soldier. And it feels like every time new MCU came out, you'd always look out for this for the cameo or the Stanley, yeah. I know they called it. But um, yeah, it was quite nice to it was quite nice to see him back. And then we see Coulson as well again, someone we've not seen for ages. 
Col- yeah. we, have to, we have to see Coulson, dead, dead Coulson. Uh, and then we see, I get more of Thor being an idiot, being like saying I need sustenance and all that sort of stuff. And he basically treats, he seems to treat Jane and Selvig and Darcy as like second class to him. They're like more, even though he's, he is mortal now, even though he's people now, he, he, he treats them as like, the beneath him, which is very similar, as I said, to how Loki treats or sees humans in Avengers. He sees them as lower than him. And to be fair, Thor seems to... I mean, Thor's not tried to kill anybody, like, but he does seem to have be of the same opinion. So I don't yeah. feel like... I don't see why it's such a stretch that, you know, Loki's seen as the as the big bad because of it. I'm being a proper Loki sympathizer here, aren't I? Trying to make him no, to but, be... No, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, now that I've sat and watched mm. it again... And focused on Loki, I, I, I kind of see it more. You do, don't you? I mean, like yeah. in the next, so in the next bit, we go back to Asgard and we see Loki and the, the Warriors Three and Val, Volstagg, whatever they're called, and Sif. And Loki then admits that he went and told Heim. He says the guard because nobody really calls him Heimdall apart from Thor. He says he went and told the guard after they got past him to go and alert Odin. So basically, so that they'd all get rescued from Jotunheim. But they all seem really arsy with him about that because that's got Thor into trouble. And it's like, well, even Volstagg at one point says, well, he did save our lives. And it's like, he did. If you if he hadn't gone and told, or, you know, told Odin, then because Thor was being a bit of a prick, then you'd have you'd all be dead now. So why are we all being arsy with him? And then when Sif asks him to go and try and convince Odin to let Thor come back, Loki quite rightly is like, well. I don't probably because he doesn't want to go and argue with Odin, but also he's saying like he's he's arrogant, he's reckless, and if he comes back and becomes king, he's just going to take us to war with Jotunheim. So it's probably it's probably a good thing that he's been banished because he was not gonna he was basically going to ruin everything. Um, and then, but they all seem arsy with him about it. Like Sif's like, oh, he's always been jealous of Thor and all that sort of stuff. And it's like I'm not surprised this guy is starting to turn into a bit of a a baddie because everyone's horrible to him I know all anybody cares about is Thor even though Thor at this stage has done nothing remotely good it's all been yeah. trying to go to war with people and trying to show how powerful he is and all that sort of stuff and Loki's the only one who seems human in all of yeah. this everyone else seems very superior and he's the only one who seems to be like have a conscience and thinking well we can't go and do XYZ and get everybody everybody killed and go to war so it's not it's not really, it's not really a surprise that he acts like that. But I think at that stage as well, that's when they start suspecting that he's the one who let the frost giants into the treasure room, isn't it? Don't they? To yeah, to ruin the coronation. Uh, and then that's when we go to we go to the treasure room and we see Loki holding that casket, and that's when we see him go full blue frost giants for the last time <laughs> for the last time ever in the mcu massive plot points never revisited ever uh and then that's when he finds out that he was he was stolen as a as a kid by uh, as a baby by odin did you buy a story as to why he stole him about wanting to unite the two peoples well when he's when he when he says why did you take me tell me i must have had a purpose why why did you why did you take me from from Laufey, because he was Laufey's son, yeah. wasn't he, Loki? He says, I did it because you were a... He say, at first he says, I did it because you were a helpless baby and you would have died. And then he's like, no, 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 bollocks. You must have had a better reason to steal me. And then he goes, oh, well, I'd hoped that 
when you grew up when you grew up we could unite our two we could unite our two peoples and Jotunheim and Asgard could live in peace and and then Loki quite rightly said well if that was the case why have you never told me why why have I had to find this out myself and I didn't buy it I get the impression I I saw it as he's robbed him because he's thought I'm having it you know I've, I'm getting one over on you Laufey I'm gonna rob your kid and have him as yeah. my having as my kid and he's just purely used Loki as a not a weapon but as a as a tool as a as a prize like he says he's like I'm just one of your relics that you keep keep locked away but yeah. did you so did you think do you think that's right or do you think Odin really did want to unite the kingdoms or do you think he's just a bit of a prick um I for want of a better a word <laughs> but he was because we find we find out that he was don't we in Thor Ragnarok we find out yeah. that he was used to go and lay waste to like loads of different civilizations and all that sort of yeah. stuff um anyway he has a he has a quite rightly Loki has a bit of a meltdown and start you know as a not a tantrum, but he, he's just found out that he's not who he thinks he is, and he's a frost giant instead of Asgardian. And then, does Odin have a heart, a heart attack? Did you did you think he had and passed out? Or the o- um, goes into the Odin sleep? They said, yeah, I don't, coma. I don't know what that. <laughs> what? I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. I've never. I've not googled it. What it do, it wasn't do, in any of my biology textbooks get? when I was in kid. Can he have a heart attack? Is that a thing? Has he got a heart? Does Odin yeah. have a heart? don't know what are they just made of like pure pure like light i don't know <laughs> what are they made of what are they made of just like pure energy you don't know. know no no idea but he has it we're gonna say it's a heart attack we're gonna say he has a heart attack if he's got one maybe he's got like two he has a heart attack um and then we go to we go back to the town and i just keep literally i've got written all the way through this thor's still being a tit thor being a tit thor being a tit because <laughs> that's all he's doing he's just being it again he he's in the can, he's in the diner, isn't he? he? Starts throwing his he throws his glass and says, "Oh, that was delicious!" Another and all that sort of stuff, and then that's when he hears about Mjolnir and he figures out that Mjolnir is on on Earth and he goes he goes looking for that. And that's where I wrote we were forty five minutes in, and up until this point, he's got no redeeming personality traits whatsoever. And no. Loki, Loki, but Loki is completely all right in my opinion yeah he probably yeah. he probably shouldn't have tried to ruin his brother's coronation by letting some frost giant sneak in but, but he you knew can full understand well. his, yeah his but he knew full well that they'd get stopped by the destroyer just by letting yeah. a couple of by letting a couple earn so i don't think at any point he was he's more frustrated but i'd see at this stage that loki's probably a more a more humane character so far than than thor is we know it's not going to go that way because of the film but yeah you do he's 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 a better people. <laughs> he's a better people up until up until this stage. Um, so we see we see. Uh, oh, so Thor goes off to try and find me on find me on there. Coulson rolls up and takes all Jane and Selvig's uh, gear, and then we go back to seeing. We go back to Asgard and Loki's now taking the throne. But again, I, I wrote down he's still not really done anything that bad. At, at this stage, he's taken the throne because he is now the he's the rightful heir to the throne. He didn't yeah. he didn't banish Thor. And it's kind of opportunist as well. But is it opportunist? Is it opportunist? He would. At the end of the day, right. At the, yeah. He like, would be the rightful heir to the so, throne. But he's also kind of been the cause of the chain of events that have led to it. So Yeah, but not not intentionally, I don't think. 
I would argue. I don't think he intend. He didn't intend, in my opinion, to get Thor banished from Asgard, and I don't think he intended to give his dad a heart attack or put him in the coma or anything like that. I think he just found himself in that position. Yeah. I don't think he intended. I don't think he intended to do any of it. And then when when they come, when the the three come up come up to him and say you need to bring Thor back, he says, "Well, I can't because I can't under my first command can't be to undo the last king's last command, but yeah. also." Because of what Thor did, we're now on the brink of a war with Jotunheim, and I'm trying to establish peace with with, with Jotunheim. Do you get what I mean? So he's not, yeah. and may, whether that's right or not, he's it. The mo- it sounds like at this point he's trying to mop up the mess that Thor's made, and he's he's taken taken over all this all this while. While these three, <coughs> as far as they're concerned, are coming to dob him in and grass him up and say, tell Odin that he's he caused the the, the hassle all that went on at the at the coronation he's just not treated very well i feel really sorry for him <laughs> i feel yeah. really sorry for him he's just not not sorry for him but you know what i mean he's still he's still at this point in my mind good bit of, you know bit yeah. of a pain in the arse like but but good uh and then that's when we start neck after that that's when i think thor starts to we go back to earth and he starts to get redeemed should we say so he starts like bonding with jane bonding with jane not anything else at this point and tells her everything tells her that she'll tell her everything if if she helps him get mjolnir back um yeah and then again we, we there's a lot of jumping about but we go back to we go back to loki and he's at odin's bedside and he's he seems at that point very concerned that the fact that his dad's well it's not his dad obviously but odin is is he gonna wake up he doesn't seem like he's sitting there thinking are you gonna hurry up and die He's, he seems genuinely concerned. And then uh, his mum, Frigga, says he's always says that Odin has always got a plan and he, he's, there's, a, there's a method to everything he does. And I think that's when he starts to realise even though Thor's been banished, he's prob- he knows that Odin's banished him with the intention that Thor will learn the error of his ways and come back. So he's being yeah. given like this, even though he's completely cocked up, Loki's here trying to run Asgard, trying to... You know, fix the problems that Thor's caused. Thor's going to learn his lesson and come back, and then take back, take over being king again. And I'm not, I'm not surprised that he feels, he feels upset and and annoyed, really. Yeah. Uh, and then we get, which I think is probably one of the better scenes in the film, Thor breaking into the shield compound to try and ask, I was going to say to to steal Mjolnir back, but trying to steal Mjolnir back because it doesn't doesn't go to plan does it no. but in this scene so we see Sitwell Agent Sitwell for the f- first time I think who obviously ends up being a Hydra agent and I completely forgot it's the first time we meet Hawkeye completely forgot that was coming did oh you, yeah did you did you remember it was coming or was it a bit, were you as surprised as me when Hawkeye um, popped up on screen I, I, do you know what I thought it was I thought it was Avengers that we first saw him because of the um, the mind control yeah, but yeah, but he was he's in this. He doesn't really do much. I don't. He doesn't no. get referred to as Hawkeye, obviously, because he doesn't really get. Does he get referred to as Hawkeye in Avengers? I don't know if yeah. he does. Does he? Did they call him Hawkeye in Avengers? I think so. I'm not sure. We'll get. We'll find out next week. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out next week when we watch it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure he does. But he doesn't. It's, he's just Barton in this, and I think unless you really know what. You know your comic stuff, which I don't think many people did at this stage. <laughs> Could you I imagine would... though in in Avengers if it's like 
Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, and Clint. Clint. No, but I don't think he gets called. I don't think he gets referred to as Hawkeye. I just don't think. I think he gets called Clint all the way through. Well, what's her face? Um, Natasha doesn't get called Black Widow. I'm pretty sure Natasha doesn't get called Black Widow. Apart, oh, maybe she does at the very start, actually. When she's interrogating that dude, we're, we're skipping ahead to next week's episode here. When she's interrogating that guy at the start, or he, he thinks he's winning, but she's really interrogating him, I think he calls her the Black Widow. Anyway, Hawkeye's in this, shock, shock horror, um, and he's he picks up the bow and arrow, which is a clear giveaway that it's Hawkeye. Uh, Thor can't lift, can't lift it, Mjolnir, and gives up, because at this point he's not worthy yet. Uh, and then we see Loki come to see Thor, and this is kind of when he starts... Not that bad, but he starts going down the bad route because he tells him Odin's dead. He says uh, his mum has completely banned him from ever coming back and there's a truce with Jotunheim been agreed, but it's on the basis that Thor never comes back. And Thor seems to accept it and realise he's done what's wrong. And I think this is the turning point in the film now. Yeah. But it's a very, very quick turn. Do you get what I mean? It's a quick turn. I mean, it's built up for Loki, but... It's a very, he's gone from being maybe to a degree an opportunist, like you said, to now being maybe a little bit of a villain. But then at the same time, Thor's gone from being a complete idiot to now being quite reasonable and humble. But again, I just thought it was a bit of a a, a quick, a, a quick yeah, turn yeah. for it. And then Loki tries to lift me on the air, and obviously he can't. But it does make me wonder maybe if he tried to I lift it. I thought you said lick then and not lift. Lift. No, that's Odin. Odin <laughs> wanted to lick me on the air. <laughs> it was Odin whispering to it. Miss you. Uh, gonna miss you, me on the air. And trying to, and licking it when, when he was about to throw it in the uh, in the bifrost. <laughs> no, he tries to lift, lift me on the air, and he okay. can't. But Selvig breaks Thor, not breaks him out, but he gets him out. He calls him Donald Blake, which is Thor's name in the comics. He used to be able to t- transform from a guy called Donald Blake into into Thor. Um, and then we go back to we go back to Loki on Jotunheim, and he's making a deal with Laufey. So he basically says, if you kill Odin, I'll give you back this casket, which is what they've been after because it gives them makes them more powerful, I assume. Uh, and he admits at that point that he w- he was the one who let them in on the coronation, but he literally just did it for fun, which, again, confirmed that he wasn't trying to get Thor banished or anything like that. Uh, and then we get more we get more bonding from Jane and Thor, and, again, he's t- he explains to her all about like how the Nine Realms work and how magic is just science that they don't understand yet. Um, uh, and then we go to... We go back to the the th- warriors i keep calling them warriors three i hate calling them it it seems really stupid <laughs> calling them the warriors three those three dudes and sif the three dudes and sif um basically decide that they need to go and they need to go and get thor themselves but again it's all really the whole scene it's like fandral's like oh our dearest friend thor and all that sort of stuff and it's really like extravagant might not be the word and volstag's sitting there with like a whole plate of chicken drumsticks eating them all like super fast like really like a cartoon and it was just it, it, the tone of the film was all over the place particularly on particularly on it particularly that reminds do you know what that made me think of a little bit that scene what? asterix and obelix yeah yeah because it got just looks silly re- he looks ridiculous, doesn't he? Though Volstag, it's yeah. like he look. He's got like a. It, it looks like his face is full of makeup for a start, but also yeah. like the whole the whole get up. It just looks ridiculous. Considering he's supposed to be like this big, burly warrior who's like hard as nails, he just he just doesn't come across that yeah. way 
at all. Yeah. Um, so we go back. We we then see more of Thor being like really humble. He's like making everybody breakfast. Loki t- Loki sends the destroyer to to kill Thor. Basically, he says, "Look, go go to Earth, destroy everything." basically kill Thor and I know we'd said he had like a little bit of a turn in the last bit but I I even wrote down here where where did that come from because he's gone from being a bit of an opportunity opportunist a bit of an opportunist to now wanting to kill his brother I don't get how he got to that point so to me and I don't think they showed it enough but I do think that what it was so when he sat on that throne yeah there's a little bit of there's a little bit of facial expression. So when, not like a shock, but a smugness, when those three who in previous scenes were basically telling him to what, like, stand back while the big guns take care of things, you know, yeah. weakling, yeah. and now they're having to kneel to him. Yeah. I think it was yeah. the, the power behind him getting the throne, and I think that's what turned him at this point, and now he's gone. If Thor comes back, I'm screwed and I lose this. And look at what is starting to change already. This is everything that I've ever wanted. I just wanted to be seen, whereas I wasn't before. And if I lose this throne again, I'm going to go back to being second best all over again. Um, okay. So for me, it was it was <clears throat> basically that power going to his head straight away. However, I don't think they played on it well enough for no. it to be kind of clear but i don't think they needed to because when they did this film because we're viewing this from loki and i don't i yeah. think if you were just watching this even even now if you watched it and you just watched well, yeah, it yeah we, we never thought movie, about it until we've sat here watching it thinking about loki himself it, exactly it's just it's just when you really look into it it's just too quick a turn from me he's gone yeah. from being to be fair agreed with most of what he did right up until the la- the previous scene the thought oh that's a bit shit telling for that you because know, he is being a yeah, yeah. that's the first time i've really seen him as an opportunist because he's thought well i can just tell thor he can't come back and i can now be king and i'm all yeah. right here and that's the first time i've seen him as an opportunist but but purely as being an opportunist an opportunist he's now turned into a complete murderer and is prepared to have his brother killed and it just yeah. again, it was just too, it was just too big a turn. And it, we kind of there's bits later on where we kind of go back and then forward again with it. So it's a, so uh, go, going on the 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 three dudes because I'm not calling the warriors three. The three dudes and Sif show up on Earth and they tell they tell Od- uh, Thor that Odin's not dead. Uh, Loki freezes Heimdall because he knows he he can he doesn't want him to stop him basically and get out of his way. I think he sacks he sacks sacks him's not the word like, but he says like you don't you know you're not working for me anymore. And Heimdall tries to attack him, um, and then the destroyer arrives on Earth and the the warrior the warriors three I can't I've written it down so I'm gonna say it the warriors three and Sif fight it but get it can't basically can't beat it at all, and then that's when Thor sacrifices himself, which is clearly when. Thor now becomes worthy because he's now completely. Uh, Can we also address that this is the only time that um, the hammer makes a noise as it comes to him? Is it? Yeah. Well, what what sort of noise? Go and do the noise. Well, so every time <laughs> no, well every time you hear the hammer come to Thor, it's you just hear air. that it's just air. As it as it approach, like literally comes to his hand. Yeah. Right. In this one, you hear the. And then it's like a, it's like a, a just like a, it's like a rumbling. 
the whole yeah, time that yeah. it's flying, and that that's never happened before. Well, it had since. happened before because it was the first time, but yeah, it never yeah, that's happened what I mean. since. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, sorry. No, it's not, no, it's a. So, they probably looked at it and thought that was a bit shit. A bit. A well, bit shit, no, yeah. it wasn't. I don't think it was. I think, but I, I don't think it was right. No. Because why would it? Why would it make a noise while it flies? Because it's not. Yeah. It's not got like a rocket on it or anything like that. It's just. No. It's just the hammer. Um, but, now yeah. the first, the first bang, I thought maybe that was it coming out of the. Breaking um, the sound barrier. No, no, no. Um, actually breaking through the um. The pod thing that they had over it, you know. Oh while they were... yeah. But then I thought, from that far away, it wouldn't have been heard. No, no. It wouldn't. So, but I, I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was very odd. But it doesn't happen again. Every time the hammer comes, it's just the noise of it hitting things on its way, or just that. Woo, yeah. As it kind of gets close. The what? The what? <laughs> the the woo. <laughs> Just the as it as it comes. Um, that's it. That's it. Now every time, every time in any of these reviews, now he gets the hammer. We're gonna do the woo like that. So I should so the put ham- it over Steve picking it up. <laughs> so so anyway, he sacrifices himself. Loki Loki gets him to Loki gets to destroy to kill him again. Don't quite understand why he's got how he's got that dark that quick. Uh, and then when he when he like is on the floor, there's an, and I know they were, it's I think it shows the sort of tone that they were going for for the with the film, which we've already said. He doesn't look like he's about to die. He's got a little scratch on his eye, and he's got there's like no blood anywhere else, and he's like talking completely absolutely fine to Jane. He's doing the he's you got know, the usual two big scratches on his chest as well. I didn't even notice the scratches on his chest. I'd feel yeah. I'd completely zoned out. <laughs> sure, we'll he leave had, this bit. He had one scratch on his face. Did and he? Two across his chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's how he's. That's how that makes sense. Now that probably. Kill it's, you, I that. mean, it's, the one, it still didn't look bad enough for it to be killing him, but no. it, it it was a bit more severe than it was like, toned down. It was toned down then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was toned down for the for but the film d- where, the, where they wouldn't. I don't know now. whether that was for the um the certification of it though. Yeah, maybe. So, what well, the hell? Cause thing, look at look at Tony at the end of Endgame. Was it the same certificate? Was it? Yeah, it's twelve A. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, both twelve A. Yeah. Uh, and then we see we get a, a quick. So we get a quick sh- uh, flashback to uh, Odin whispering to the hammer, telling him he loves it, and then and then yeah, it comes flying towards him. Loads of loads of noises like that, and then a, when it lands, <laughs> when it lands, and he gets he grabs it, and then this was just this was the worst bit of the film for me. This whole, this whole, probably thirty seconds now. It's the che- the really cheesy music. His, eye, his eyes opening. His eyes opening when he grabs it when he's lying on the floor. The super super cheesy superhero music as it happened, and then it flashing to everybody like looking on like oh, amazing. Thor's back, and then Natalie Portman. Do, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you oh know? my god! But no, it's, she, she doesn't say it like that. She does the oh my like you just said, and then goes God at the end, and I just thought, what? Every time I watch that, I have to like look away in a cringe because I just think it's such an awful bit of the film. Just think it, just think it's bad. And Natalie Portman is an Oscar-winning actress. She's a fantastic, fantastic actress, and that was awful. It just took me out of the film completely, yeah. and it, and the fact that she was on her side because of the stupid, crazy cam- camera angles that Kenneth Branagh had done as well, and then all of a sudden he, he stood there. With with his stupid cape, with sticky uppy shoulder bits, and it just again looked really 
was just cheesy, wasn't it? When he when yeah. he's when he when it like pans back from him like holding the hammer after it's gone woo when he's when he's grabbed it, I was I was bordering on laughing because of how cheesy it cheesy and crap it looked, and then all of a sudden there's a giant twister. That's what I wrote. All of a sudden there's a huge twister. Where the frig does the twister come from? That's from him spinning his hammer. Yeah, it doesn't. But... He hasn't spun. I rewound this twice. He does not spin his hammer until until after the twister's already come. There's randomly just a twister. So we go from daytime in the middle of the desert to nighttime, and there's a twister. So, in the way that he can create lightning, maybe this was the beginning of it, and this is not him storm. The storm. He's not storm. He's not storm. It was done for dramatic effect. Right. Listen. When have you ever seen <laughs> thunder and lightning without a storm? You can, I've seen lo- I've th- I've seen loads of thunder and lightning without twisters. Yeah, without twisters, but not without yeah, but the, the storm. The twister just no, I know, but the twi- I know that I get the storm, but all of a sudden there was just a twister, and he didn't spin. He didn't spin his hammer to create the twister. Promise you, he didn't. It just but, looked, it no, just... no. But how do you know he didn't like accumulate the storm? Well, he might have accumulated the storm. I can't believe we're arguing about this. He didn't. He might have accumulated the storm, but he did. Why is there a f- all of a sudden there's some huge twister? powerful enough to lift the destroyer off the floor it just didn't make sense i know you're gonna say oh it was him spinning his hammer but he didn't spin his hammer i rewound it and checked i'm getting really really nitty-gritty with this film now but it just it was just it was you know it's cheap the word the whole film was a bit cheap looking and even like little things like this do you know what do you know what i know i know we've not finished the film yet to me this and I know, obviously, the the purpose of the Thor movie was to introduce Thor and Loki, and probably I don't think the purpose of it was to introduce Loki. I think Loki just was a happy accident, to be perfectly honest, that happened from the film, like how big a character he became. The whole purpose of this film was to introduce Thor, and I think that's all the film did. There was no think about it. There was no other story no. to this film whatsoever. It was no. just a really, really long, cheesy, cheap-looking introduction to Thor that probably could have been done in 15 minutes at the start of Avengers. Yeah. Thor loses his hammer. Thor finds his hammer. The end. That was it. That was the whole film, except it took two hours. And there's more to it, so we'll, we'll go to we'll we'll go to, to to more of it. But that's that 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 it just felt like a non a non story. The the whole thing. And it, yeah. as I said, it just felt it felt a bit cheap. But anyway, so Loki, we go well, after he's killed the destroyer. Loki lets a frost giant into the into Asgard. Heimdall breaks out of the ice and uh, turns on the and turns uh, off the Bifrost. Oh yeah, because Loki's has Loki at this point turned it all on. No, he hasn't. Um, he turns yeah, he turns on the Bifrost to bring Thor back. Um, Heimdall, and then the frost giants go in to kill Odin. But Loki stops him and saves Odin. And obviously he's seen as the hero, but he basically says, I'm the son of o- I'm the son of Odin. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill he doesn't say that those words, I'm the son of Odin and gonna kill you, because that'd be that'd be really crap writing. Because this film's been perfect writing up till now. But mm-hmm. um, that's not exactly what he says. But I don't get it. the fact that he didn't let them kill Odin and he stopped them killing Odin, and he stopped them doing that made me again question why was he gonna kill Thor? Because he could have quite easily let... It would have been easier. Obviously, the what he wanted to do was he used that to be able to go and take, to, to be able to go and destroy Jotunheim, which is obviously what Thor wanted to do at the start, or similar. He could have he he could have done that if he'd let them kill Odin. He didn't have to let. He didn't have to. Maybe save him. 
he knew that Thor wouldn't be killed by the Destroyer, but it was his intent that it was there to slow Thor down from getting back to Asgard. Maybe. And that's why. And then it meant that there was enough time for them to him to do the heroic thing so that he is seen as the more rightful heir to the throne. And then that way, by the time Thor comes back, Loki's already been offered the, the throne and it's and he gets what he wanted. But if that's the case, then that makes him even less of a bad guy again. I know. Because that mean that'd mean he didn't have any intent to kill anybody apart from Jotunheim, which is full yeah. of monsters, who to yeah. be fair are a massive threat. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of it that way. I just thought it was I think I don't think that's how it was supposed to be, but if that is the case then yeah, maybe. I like that. I like that. It's good. Thanks. So, well done, Anthony. Well done. <laughs> a, little bit of a, a little bit of a clap. So, uh, he turned, So, Loki turns the Bifrost on Jotunheim, tries to tries to destroy destroy it, and then that's when Thor shows up, and they have this they have this fight. And as much as I love Tom Hiddleston, and I think Tom Hiddleston's been perfect all the way through this film. I know I'm just picking on the film, but he's been the best part of the film by a, by a mile. Tom Hiddleston. It's all the laughs. Every time he fights, every time he like hits Thor, he goes, ha ha like that. Every time he hits him, he does it. Even to the point where he, the fake Loki is dangling off the bridge and Thor goes down to pick him up and real Loki sneaks, sneaks up behind him. And the only reason Thor knows it's, he's behind him is because before he hits him, he goes, ha ha like that. And it's like, <laughs> well, if you didn't do that, he wouldn't have seen you and you could have just kicked him off the Maybe bridge. Maybe he can't contain it because he was the one having the <laughs> shit kicked out of him by Thor as children the whole time. Yeah, and now so, he's just really reveling in the fact or, that he's kicking 10 kinds of shit out of Thor And instead. maybe because he, he doesn't really want to kill Thor. Like you've just said, he was just, he's yeah. just, trying, to, just trying to slow him down. But he, he completely gives himself away. Um... Thor, Thor breaks the Rainbow Bridge, as we're calling it now, Rainbow Road. Thor breaks Rainbow Road, uh, and Loki says, oh, if you do that, you'll never see her again. And he doesn't, obviously, he doesn't see her for a while, does he? And in Avengers, no. it, by her, I mean Jane. And in Avengers, when Loki, when Thor goes to Earth, and I know we're skipping ahead, when Thor goes to Earth in Avengers, Loki says something along the lines of, Father must have summoned a lot of dark magic to get you here. Why... Doesn't don't they fly a spaceship to Asgard in Ragnarok? They fly uh, to Asgard. Yes. So why did he have to summon loads of dark magic, and why would he never have seen Jane again? Or is this just a continuity error? Um, either a continuity error, or maybe they haven't got any spaceships. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were, hadn't been commissioned yet. <laughs> they didn't have any. They run out of spaceships. But because it is seen in this film as like Asgard, the only way you can get to Asgard and back from Asgard is to travel through like realms and all that sort of stuff. Rainbow Road. The only way is Rainbow Road, uh, and it's broke. So, but in again, it's uh, I don't know. I assume it's a continuity. It's a continuity thing. Uh, so anyway, Loki Loki lets himself. They have a fight, don't they? And they both fall off, and Loki lets himself go and drops himself into the black, into hole. black hole. And then that's it's Loki. He's not dead though, is he? We know he's not dead. No, he got uh, caught by Thanos with a baseball glove. He does. He gets caught by Thanos. <laughs> Thanos catches him. He's like, whoa, whoa, got ya, got ya. Uh, and then we get the so we, that that's in the film. Apart from the post credit scene, which again I think was a continuity error because we get Selvig and Fury, Nick Fury, with the and Fury shown in the Tesseract. That you know where he was, that underground bunker. Is that not the bunker from Endgame where Tony gets a Tesseract when he meets his dad? 
No, I thought it was the one from the beginning of Avengers. No, I think it's the. I think if you look at it, I think it looked like the what. So tell us on Twitter when, if we're wrong. If you're still listening at this point, but I um I think it looked like the same. It looked like that little bunker where Tony gets the tesseract at the end of Endgame, and his dad's down there. Whether it whether it is or not, it's not a major. It's not a major point. I just thought it looked. I thought it looked the same. Anyway, when Selvig's there, we see Loki's reflection in. In, was it, is it like a, a mirror next or a door or something like yeah, that yeah, next yeah. to him? What was that all about? Is Loki already controlling Selvig? Yeah, is that? But he's not because he doesn't use the he doesn't use the mind stone on him until the start of Avengers. How is he controlling him? Did you get magic, <laughs> science, <laughs> science. <laughs> Science that Just we science that you don't that you don't understand. See, I think that was another continuity error. I think that was something that they put in there, and then they've gone. Ah, no, no, no. This is better. Let's just forget. Let's just forget that because that is never addressed. It's never addressed for the whole, for the whole, for yeah. the rest of the MCU. So the fact that Loki can magically jump into other people's bodies from miles away, and the fact that he's a big blue frost giant, we just we just never talk about. We just never talk about again. So that that's it. That's our that's our recap of of Thor from Loki's point of view to sum it up I would say Loki's not a bad guy that's my that's my that's my that's my uh, opinion at the end of that movie Thor's alright now I think he's, he's a, a bit of a tip I think in this he's shown more of a victim of circumstance yeah ooh like that what well, a victim yeah Loki victim of circumstance aka yeah. god of mischief I just don't think he was I don't I don't think he comes across as that as that bad and i think yeah. it probably lends to the theory because i think there's theories out there that because one of the questions again was like is it a continuity error and we're, and we're getting into avengers but we'll, we'll go into it more next week why if if the mind stone from the start was always supposed to be in that staff that loki gets and Lo and thanos needs all of the infinity stones obviously to operate the gauntlet why would he give Loki one of the stones if he knew it was one of them to take away? And people have suggested that he knew it was a stone and the mind stone was controlling Loki. And that's why he went completely psycho crazy and was trying to kill everybody because he was being controlled by the mind stone. But you know what? Having now watched this and seeing how he goes from victim of circumstance, like you've just said, to wanting to destroy the earth and completely mentally crazy then back to not that bad in Thor the Dark World yeah. I would probably say that that's possibly along the right the right route yeah what did you think of the film in general I just think did you did you do you think it was a good film I loved Thor when it first came out I thought it was brilliant and I think now that we're spoiled it's kind so of spoiled with the high quality estimates. MCU. Yeah, I, I think that's <clears> the problem. So I don't, I don't think it's bad. I think that the the bar's just been raised. I think, I think they could. I think if they changed, if if the script had been exactly the same, and even the acting had been the exact, pretty much the exact same, and they just changed the tone of the film and the yeah. fake looking Asgard and the stupid camera angles, and even the town that they were in was fake. It was a fake town. That, that obviously it wasn't a real town yeah, yeah. but I think that was glaringly obvious because it was just like four shops in the middle of the desert do you know, yeah. do you know what I mean apparently it was an old it was an old western film in town that they basically bought and it was it hadn't been used for like 60 years and they basically did up to make look like a 
a more modern a more modern town but i think it showed and i think the whole the whole setting and the tone of the film did come across as very fake and i think if you'd if you'd just changed that tone of the film it would it would have come across a lot better yeah in, in my opinion but yeah, so that was the that was the that was the first one down. We've got the Thor: The Dark World next week, so that's going to be even more. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> going to be more fun. So uh, theories. Then I haven't I haven't got any theories at this stage for obviously no theories for Thor: The Dark World because I've seen it. Spoilers, it's shit. Um, so that's my <laughs> that's my theory for <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. Uh, so we've had some theories from listeners for what's going to be coming, or, or you know theories and thoughts on what's going to be coming in the. Uh, in the Loki series that starts in a couple of weeks. Um, Anthony, do you want to do you want to do the first one? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So we've got Geeky Nate from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, with Loki cropping up through time, could Marvel have always planned this? And there are scenes with Hiddleston hiding in them, or will this series only impact stuff going forward or not at all? Now I we l- touched on this, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, because we said like what's going to happen in other series or future films are we just going to watch something going on and then randomly there's Ro- uh, loki running across the screen in the background oh yeah yeah we did didn't we like i like then, that idea and, but then we just don't see anything again and it doesn't get explained but then in an episode of loki you see from his point of view what's gone on yeah no i know what you mean i i i think i think it's a fantastic idea that they would I have done that i think it's very difficult to to well, do the, though the th- right the thing the big thing looking now back at this film thanks yeah. Nate anyway thanks Nate by the way oh for, yeah thank for you Nate. Touch. <laughs> um looking at this film and seeing how many, seeing how many times you've just sat there and said they retcon that they changed that that was a continuity error and all that sort of stuff I don't yeah. think Marvel knew this early on how big it was going to be and hundred yeah. percent where the story was going to go I think they planned ahead to a degree but I, d- I certainly don't think this early in it they knew what they were go- they were doing. I think if they were gonna have planned that far ahead, it possibly would have been from the Avengers onward. So like from phase two. And I think yeah. I think it's not ridiculous to to expect that when they were filming Age of Ultron, Kevin Feige didn't already have where we're up to now in the MCU planned out. Because I think he probably he probably plans ahead quite a lot now and probably has for a yeah. while. Yeah. But yeah. I think and I th- I'd probably use WandaVision as the example. I mean, we're big fans of the MCU and obviously like all comic book movies, but there's a lot of people out there who are a lot more into it than we are and who are not in a bad way, but obsessed with this stuff. And I think if Tom Hiddleston was in the background of a rat, yeah, well, no, obsessed in a good way, but yeah, you know, not, not like not in a, I'm not trying to say that it's in a bad way. I mean, if this is what people are into, I think they're fantastic films and I get it why people love them so much, but if Tom Hiddleston was hiding in the background of a scene, somebody would, have, somebody would have found it by now. I mean, yeah, look, yeah, at, yeah. look at how deep people were looking into things in WandaVision. Do you know what I mean? And I know yeah. that was more of a mystery TV show. But so as much as I would love it to have been the case, and I think you could make an argument that maybe at least for like the past five years, they could have started sneaking Hiddleston into things. I think they would have found him by now and I also think Kevin Feige knows they would have found him by now and it would have ruined it if yeah. it started in certain in certain in it. But I love the idea. 
I love yeah. it. I love the idea. And, and there's co- nothing to say that it won't happen going forward. I, I was going to say that. I think that that could be something that they do going forward. Make it so that literally you could just be watching a film. I don't know. You'll be watching like Captain Marvel. We could watch 2. something, and it could essentially be a teaser trailer for Captain Marvel Two, as yeah. he jumps into the middle of uh, an argument between, um, you know, Captain Marvel and Monica, because we know that something's gone on there. Yeah, and but, then, uh, no, and vice versa though. Like you, you could, yeah. you could be sat watching. I don't know. Think of another film. You could be sat watching Black Panther two, and literally he just walks across the background or, or something like that because he's there and he's been doing all, and, and he's been doing all these things. And you could see it in both aspects. You could see a little bit of that in the series, and then you could see a little bit of it again. Yeah, in in the future films. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a really good idea, and I I kind of hope it. I kind of hope it. I don't think it is right yet, but I hope it is. It does happen. Going yeah. forward, because they could shoot these scenes well in advance, couldn't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, thanks, Nate. Uh, we had uh, another th- uh, theory and thoughts from uh, We Needed Roads podcast on Twitter. Uh, they said that the showrunner, I didn't know this, the showrunner for the Loki series was a writer on Rick and Morty. So they're expecting loads of time travel shenanigans, as they've said. Uh, and they also would love to see some Bill and Ted or Back to the Future references in the series. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. The showrunner was on Rick and Morty. That's brilliant because I like Rick and that Morty. That is good. Yeah, um, and I think we've we I know we've already, I think we've already referenced Bill and Ted and Back to the Future in Endgame, didn't they? But yeah, the more references we can get, the more references we can get, the the better. So yeah, thanks for that one. And then have you got have you got one more? Yeah. So we've got Happy Unicorn on Twitter. Okay. Um So um, they said that they also expect Back to the Future references. Um, mo- Mobius will tell Loki somewhere at the end of uh, the series, your future hasn't been written yet, so make it a good one, <laughs> which yeah. is a line from Doc Brown. Yeah. Um, and the whole of season two will be about this and developing Loki's character. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, be, I think if we can get a Doc Brown line in there, that'd be fantastic. Maybe yeah. we could get a, maybe we could get a cameo. Maybe we could get a Christopher Lloyd cameo somewhere. Yeah, maybe somewhere in the series or a Rick and Morty. So, do you know what would be brilliant? Somewhere at some stage just two people who really look like Rick and Morty just in the background. Can you yeah. imagine? I could see that <laughs> happening though just randomly, just randomly popping up in the background and walking off. Uh but no, that's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you very much for uh, for uh sending the theories and thoughts in. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much us pretty much us done, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that is. That is us done. So uh, quick wrap up then. So uh, if you want to get in touch with more, you know, theories, thoughts, obviously, as I said, we're going to do Avengers next week and we're going to do Thor the Dark World. I'm dreading doing Thor the Dark World and two, <laughs> two, two in one and one of them is Thor the Dark World. And it's the second one as well. It's going to be horrible. Uh, if you've got any, any thoughts on those films, I've got thoughts on Thor the Dark World uh, or any other theories for the Loki series going forward, then get in touch. You can get in touch on the website, that's superherothing.com. You can go to the contact us page all our social media links are on there. There's also a link where you can leave us a voice message uh, on the Anchor website, and we'll include you in the podcast. If you want to get in touch on Twitter, we are at sorry at superhero thing, and on Facebook you can just search for us that superhero thing on there. Alternatively, if you want to just get in touch via email, it's info at that superhero thing dot com. Uh, as we said, if you do enjoy the show and you are enjoying it leave us a review it means the world to us and helps start massively getting discovered and a reminder i've already done it reminder last next week that we are doing we're continuing the takeover we're going to keep we're going to stick with the friday releases for now as well we'll probably go back to sunday after the loki takeover finishes but i suppose it depends how well received the friday releases are would you say anthony maybe yeah 
we'll 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 see we'll see how it goes, eh? Uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely. that's that's it from me. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you very much, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.